0: The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff and management.
1: When we experience loss or grief, our soul seeks answers to the questions, how will I respond? What do I do now? Welcome to A Light for the Soul that Weeps, with your host, Dayton Ann Williams. You are beginning a journey of understanding how choosing your thoughts inspires your feelings and transforms your life. To guide you, here is Dayton Ann Williams.
2: Welcome. I appreciate you joining this evening. Our topic from substance abuse for the addict alcoholic and their family members it's the first in our Moving Forward series. And I began with this topic as it was my beginning in living a vital life. My life did not change until um, 30 years ago when I acknowledged my abuse of alcohol and I made a choice to remove it from my life. And once I made that choice, I began this amazing journey of healing and living. And as Alex says, I ceased being a spectator and became a participant in my life. My guest is Alex Garrison, who is a maverick in the field of relapse prevention, bar none. And I have the deepest respect for his work. And he offers a powerful program. For the person who desires to accept responsibility and change their addictive thinking, to eliminate their self-abuse. And please join me in welcoming Alex Garrison, founder of TAG, the Alexander Group. Alex, welcome.
3: Oh, thanks, Dayton. Thanks for inviting me. I'm looking forward to having this conversation with you.
2: Oh, I am too, Alex. It is a privilege to have you join us this evening as we learn about TAG, the Alexander Group, and how we can choose to live a vital life. And would you please begin by sharing a little about yourself and the journey that led you to creating TAG, the Alexander Group?
3: I'd be happy to. I, I actually backed into this business in one way, and as I got more involved in it, was grateful that it became something that I... That, that, I needed to pursue. Uh, I was in the uh, international security consulting business with a group of fellows, and over a period of time, watched them basically self-abuse themselves to the point that they became uh, excessive drinkers, drug users, uh, just seemed to not be able to turn off life and the pain of life. Uh, So one of my closest acquaintances... uh, wound up in the hospital who was dying uh, at the tender age of 39, and he asked me if I would uh, make him a promise. And I said, anything, anything. He and I have been through so much. He said, look into this and see if you can do anything about this. See if you can help somebody. So I began a very extensive two-year research um, and at times I asked myself why I'd ever made a promise like this because it seemed so uh, just awesome uh, mm. out of my comfort zone. Mm. And then I realized that I was overcomplicating things. Um, you know, this man mm. had been to, uh, been to treatment three different times. Oh, mm. and He was the third individual that chose this path of self-abuse until till death. Mm. And all these men were well-educated and highly specialized in their field, which proved to me it doesn't matter how smart you are, stupidity Mm -hmm. is (laughs) non-discriminatory. In its simplest form, uh, TAG gives people the the tools to design a life, respect themselves and their abilities, and reach the Mm. potential that they never thought was possible. In other words, we excel in getting in touch with the importance of dreams, plans, and goals, and we try to understand uh, where these people are and explain to them they're not some of the things they've been told, which we'll touch on a little bit later. Okay. Um, but basically, that's it. it the story is, is uh, bizarre in many ways, but by golly, it's been one of the greatest things that ever happened in my life.
2: Oh, wow. Uh, that's That is... That is isn't amazing. There were certainly times that you, as you said, it was just overwhelming. The the, it's, the deathbed promise, if you will, that you made, it took you on quite a journey.
3: Well, it did. The thing that disturbed me in the early process of the journey was it was uh, I, I was not believing some of what I was hearing from people that. We're actually in the help profession, mm. Mm. Uh, and I was wondering, is this part of the problem? So, you know, that's when I really got more into it.
2: Oh, uh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. And so w- since you began this over 20 years ago, what what have you seen that has changed over that time period?
3: Of course, this is my opinion, and there are people that are in alignment with this, and there are people that are not. That's the beauty of, of each of us being different. The right. recovery industry has failed to provide the services needed that some well-intending providers and facilities proclaim. The recovery community, is it's a merry-go-round. It's a cash cow. And the one thing I would caution anybody is to beware of those who boast of 100% success rate. To my knowledge and experience, there's no such thing unless they keep people under lock and key for extended periods of time. (laughs) In my opinion... It's doing no more than preying on the weak and the vulnerable. That's what the industry appears to do. I know when Uh I started in this business, uh, there were probably a few books in the back corner, bottom shelf, on alcohol abuse and even far less on drugs.
4: Uh And
3: today, you can go into a bookstore and there's just aisles upon aisles of books for people to overcome almost anything and everything. Uh Uh The one plus to so many books is it gives one optimism and hope and hopefully if there's one sentence in that book that can turn a person's life around then it's made a huge difference Mm
4: -hmm. the majority of
3: the the, the, as you know the majority of the industry sells lifetime illness Mm -hmm.
4: Mm -hmm. defective
3: character Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. which i call blah 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 (laughs) they they promote the victim mentality Yes. Uh, you know, we, we live in a world where once a person's been labeled an alcoholic and addict, nothing, nothing bad can be said. And of mm-hmm. course, no one word describes a person. But, see, by making them victims, we shift the problem from personal choice and control where it belongs to an impersonal force called disease.
2: Uh, true. Very true. And if we don't get to that personal choice, uh, we're not going to get anywhere. That's my experience. So I like That's that.
3: The That's the truth.
2: So, Alex, So, I, although you've already touched on it a bunch, and this is why I always enjoy talking with you, what makes your program different?
3: In reality, there's a few of us, and I speak of us, who are literally and truly alternative programs. I've, I've always been that, perhaps to the extreme, as I've mentioned many times to people, I am not for everyone. My approach is unconventional, as are some others who have alternative programs. I don't tell people what's wrong with them. They've had a, 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 more than an adequate amount of time doing it to themselves or having oh help from others and buying into the flawed, worthless, never amount to anything approach. I can prove to a person that they are not worthless or not defective. They didn't start that way. Circumstances and events, which I refer to as externals, have made that the way it is.
2: Mm. So when you say alternative, Alex, are you referring to alternative to the 12-step programs, to treatments, what specifically? Well, I'm
3: an alternative. I'm not a 12-step program. Okay. Uh, You know, my workshop's five days. I've had people ask me over the years, and it's never changed. How can you do in five days what they do in 28 and 45? I say, wait a (laughs) second. You're assuming they're doing in 28 and 45 what I'm doing in five days, first of all. (laughs) And and secondly... uh, there's there's no right or wrong way. I think the problem is that the industry uh, there's no profit and cure. I'm not mm-hmm. in the curing business. I'm in the journey business. I want to go on a journey with a person. I want you know changing your life is no more than going the wrong way on a one way street, making a U turn and going the right way.
2: Oh, I like that, Alex. That's good. You know,
3: but unfortunately, we live in a society that thinks that we need to, everybody needs to run on the, the. Uh, you know, everybody wants to get on the, the freeway and run the freeway, and most of them can't find the on-ramp.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay, so tell me what your thoughts are about relapse. Simple. It's It's premeditated.
3: <laughs> nobody I ever like stood that. over anyone that i ever knew including myself with a gun and made them take a drink and nobody's ever going to take a gun and make somebody stop
4: oh. uh,
3: A person it may be two or three days some event will trigger something something will trigger something and then they park their butt in the chair and they start drinking again you know uh it's sad but it's true
2: No, oh, i i certainly agree with that alex i mean i chose to drink and now I choose not to drink. And for me to drink again, it would require not only a conscious decision, but it would be a choice to follow through on that, even if I just happened in a matter of moments. So I understand. So, Alex, in your opinion, is there such a thing as the disease of alcoholism?
3: Well, actually, not only is it my opinion that it's not, but. Diseases are listed in the standard pathological textbooks because they meet the non-sociological criteria. And a simple true test of a true physical disease is whether it can be shown to exist in a corpse. There's no bodily signs of addiction itself, as opposed to its effects, that can be identified in the dead body. Addiction, therefore, is not listed in the standard pathological textbooks.
4: Mm, Now, what
3: what once used to be uh, listed uh, addiction is no longer listed in the American Psychiatric Association's Diagnostic and Statistical Manual which what what, what used to be listed as alcoholism is now referred to as alcohol dependence and abuse
2: mm. and,
3: and they're under uh, substance related disorders
2: okay thank you Alex we're going to pick up on that because we're going to go to breaks so thank you so the time to take a short break is approaching And when we return, we'll pick up with that discussion, and Alex and I will continue them moving forward from substance abuse for the addict alcoholic. And I encourage you to access Alex's website at www.tagthealexandergroup.com to learn more about his powerful program. And as you explore it, you will understand why it is so successful. Or you may want to reach Alex at gmail.com. That's habits, the letter N as in November, choices, all one word, at gmail.com. This is Dayton Ann Williams with my guest, Alex Garrison. And you're listening to A Light for the Soul That Weeps on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Please stay tuned.
1: Prime Purpose Coaching will assist you in creating a path to freedom through answering the questions of your soul. How do I move through the pain of loss or grief? How do I move forward and create an abundant life for me? At Prime Purpose Coaching, we have made this journey ourselves, and it would be our privilege to guide you. To learn more, please visit www.primepurposecoaching.com. We look forward to walking with you on your journey to healing.
5: Tune in to Embrace Your Inner Self and Empower Yourself with host Sangeeta Patel. This is the show you've been waiting for. It's about moving forward with relationships, money, emotional healing, and meditation. How do you remove energy blockages from your body? You'll learn about this as well as exploring how the yin and yang works to balance your life. Sangeeta and her guests are here to discuss your personal blueprint to a better life. Listen Mondays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Empowerment. This is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel.
1: You are listening to A Light for the Soul That Weeps with your host, dayton and williams to reach the show today please call 1-888-346-9141 that's 1-888-346-9141 you may also send an email to dayton at primepurposecoaching.com. now back to the program
2: welcome back before we begin I wish to extend an invitation to call in if you have any questions that you would like to ask. The number to call is 888-346-9141. And with me this evening is my guest, Alex Garrison, founder of TAG, the Alexander Group. And Alex has shared with us about TAG, the Alexander Group, and also some foundational principles in his work. Mm And in this segment, we will explore a core issue, self-abuse, and learn about Alex's program, Better Habits, Better Choices. But, Alex, before we get into that, I just wanted to make sure I kind of cut you off there when we were talking about the disease of alcoholism. Was there anything else you wanted to share about that?
3: No, I think that, that um, you know, people people have to look into things particularly mm-hmm. when it comes to their health, uh, when it becomes a health issue for someone you care about. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the the white coats do a pretty good job in a lot of ways, and in other ways, uh, they're not God. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are human. They do make mistakes. And uh, unfortunately, their mistake uh, can be far more critical than yours or mine or someone mm-hmm. else's.
2: True, yeah. Okay. All right, well, thank you. So let's go into the self-abuse topic because that's kind of uh, focal for your whole program. So in your opinion, how do people get into self-abuse?
3: You know, Dayton, I'm not sure there's one answer, but I think in my experience of dealing with some great people. Uh, The common denominator is poor self-esteem. It can start early in life with some of the common household sayings, Uh, you'll never amount to anything, you shouldn't think that way. People like us don't pursue things like that. Uh, You're not smart enough. Mm. Many have tried and failed. What makes you any different? And worst of all, the one that I never appreciated was because I said so. Oh, yeah. uh, I had a man who owns multiple businesses from the East Coast come to me a few years ago. Big fella, huge man, uh, great personality, good, uh, good sense of humor. And he said the first four years he was alive, he thought his first name was No. And I, <laughs> I, I thought it was funny, but you know, there's some merit to that mm-hmm. um, to a degree. And, you know, seeds are planted, Uh, association and influence from activities and friends and associates add to the mix. You know, a person doesn't wake up and become a drunk, Mm -hmm. uh, and you'll know that I refer to that's what I call it. You know, if you want to be a drunk, be a drunk. Uh, You don't have alcoholism. If you buy that, then you might extend your stay there. Uh, Someone gets a better grade. You know, people, it's a competitive world. Mm-hmm. Um and people believe that everything's on the outside when in fact everything's on the inside.
4: Oh, yeah. So
3: mental abuse from self and others forces us to look for places to relieve the pain. You know, we feel inadequate, mm-hmm. less than, not worthy of. Mm-hmm.
4: And some turn to
3: alcohol, you know, some turn to drugs, some turn to food, gambling, uh sex that objectifies or all of them to hide and get some relief.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh What may start out as an occasional poor choice turns into a necessity or a career of abuse to hide the guilt and shame, and -hmm. the poor little old me syndrome. Mm -hmm. We, We live in a world that people actually spend more time planning a vacation than they do their life, and it's simply because escape is far more appealing. We spend more time experiencing pain than seeking joy.
2: Oh, wow. Well, that, oh, that's quite powerful. And, of course, quite pain comes
3: in two forms. You know, there's a pain that hurts you, mm-hmm. and
2: then
3: there's a pain that changes you.
2: Mm, yes, yes. And we're talking about the first one, when self-abuse.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, when you're into self-abuse, you know, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's a pain that hurts you, you know. and <laughs> right. And then when you've had enough, pain... Then the the next pain is going to be that that you make an admission to yourself that I've got a problem. I need to get this fixed.
2: I need help. So is that how one overcomes self-abuse? I think that, that, you know, I, I think
3: that a person has to is accept responsibility you know so many times in my research years i heard people and i still hear this you know they say well my dad was a drunk my mother was a drunk they were both drunks this one's a drunk that one's a drunk you know i and i tell people very simply blame your parents for the for the way you are but blame yourself if you stay that way
2: Mm. okay
3: You know, they did, you know, I look at it this way. There's no such thing as a perfect parent. They did the best they could do. Uh, Mm -hmm. If it was avoiding you, maybe they did you a favor to some degree, you Mm -hmm. know. Uh, I've known people that have told me they didn't ever hear they were loved. It was assumed until they were in their 40s and 50s, you know. Um, I understand that concept, you know. It depends on what part of the country you're brought up in and what the family was like. Um, There's cultural... Differences. There's, there's the way we were brought up. Uh, If we're still here, it wasn't all that bad. Mm -hmm.
4: Mm Mm-hmm.
3: You know, Uh, emotional abuse. There's one thing about emotional abuse, and and self. Most of it is self-inflicted. There's no prosthetic for a wounded spirit.
2: Oh, oh, that's well said. I I think that when you. When you recognize that, you know, they're, they're really the only solution is to turn inward and say, okay, what? What am I going to do now? Because it, it, everything is just too painful. It's all pain everywhere. Sure us. All around you. And, you know, the okay. next
3: step is usually not anything to the degree that a person thinks it's going to be. You know, the thing is, if if people would accept responsibility for what they do, Uh uh, which it's a lot more fun delving in other people's stuff than it is your own. uh, I know. (laughs) But if everyone would do that, people uh, do not get in self-abuse overnight. It takes more than 28, 45, and 90 days to get over anything. It's about changing how a person thinks and having the self-respect and self-esteem at the forefront, both of which are very fixable. As the saying goes, change your thoughts, you can change your life. You did it, other people do it, but it takes commitment. It's not It's not a bus pulling up in front of the house and a bunch of happy people jump off and say, We're here. <laughs> you know, you got to do the work.
2: Okay, Alex. Now, you, you've just entered into what I want to talk about. The Better Habits, Better Choices Program, because this is what it's all about. And so please give us an overview and a little background as to how and why you structured it as a workshop.
3: Well, I, I said to myself, after, after realizing the, the common threads of not having good self-esteem, basically everybody wants about eight things. They want to be happy. They want to be healthy. They want to be reasonably prosperous. They want to be secure and they want to have friends and they want peace of mind and they want to have a good family relationship. And what really should be first rather than last is they want hope.
4: Um,
3: they want hope. And see, when life loses meaning and purpose, people start losing hope. They start mm-hmm. losing faith. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the less self-respect they have, the greater the abuse, not only to themselves, but to the people around them. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I put together and I said, okay, let's start with self esteem. How do you build it? We, you know, and I, I spend the first day for, in a five day workshop telling people I prove everything to them. I prove it's not a disease. I prove they're not defective. I prove they're not a, a piece of garbage. Uh-huh. Uh, I prove that at birth, and we all have this birthright, in embryo, we're all perfect. Mm, yeah. We start out perfect. Mm-hmm. And that's where I go back to. I started there uh so we we have unconditional worth as established as a birthright, and then I talk about unconditional love because the sequence of building self esteem is critical that it's unconditional worth then unconditional love uh, and people people say, well, you know um i i i this or the i that you know the thing about excuses, the world's full of them. Um, the, the point is, I decided, all right, let's build the self-esteem, let, you know, and then we'll get into the other stuff. So the first day we do this, a day and a half was on self-esteem, unconditional worth, unconditional love, then growing, and then we go from there. The, the, my philosophy is this: bring a toolbox that's empty. I will bring you every tool that you can possibly use the rest of your life to help you grow. Some uh-huh. of you're going to love, some uh-huh. of you won't. But today the ones you do like may turn out to be the ones you don't like and down the road you may like some different ones that that, that today you're not comfortable with. The trick and, and, and I, I use that word respectfully, is mm-hmm. to expand a person's comfort zone. You've got to make them comfortable with themselves. You know, we're brought up to believe, to think of yourself first as selfish, when in fact the better you are for you or I am for me or anyone is for themselves first, the better they are for everything that matters in life.
2: Oh, Alex, that's, that's a beautiful way to, to end this segment. So thank you so much. We're about to go into a short break. And when we return, Alex and I will continue with our discussion of moving forward from substance abuse for the addict alcoholic. And we're going to discuss self-esteem in more detail. And I encourage you to access Alex's website at www.tagthealexandergroup.com and learn more about his powerful program and explore it and and it will help you understand why it is so successful. Or you may reach Alex at habitsinchoices at gmail.com That's habits the letter N as in November choices, all one word at gmail.com. This is Dayton Ann Williams with my guest, Alex Garrison, founder of TAG, the Alexander Group, and you are listening to A Light for the Soul that Weeps on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Please stay tuned.
5: It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com.
1: If you're looking for tips for personal success, look no further than DJ and the Bear, keeping you at the top of your game with your hosts, leadership and personal effectiveness consultant Deetta Jones and Richard Dent, formerly of the champion Chicago Bears. Together as a husband and wife team, they've raised a family, owned two successful businesses, led major philanthropic initiatives through their foundation, and lived the ultimate lifestyle. Find out their secrets. Listen every Monday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. Prime Purpose Coaching will assist you in creating a path to freedom through answering the questions of your soul. How do I move through the pain of loss or grief? How do I move forward and create an abundant life for me? At Prime Purpose Coaching, we have made this journey ourselves, and it would be our privilege to guide you. To learn more, please visit www.primepurposecoaching.com. We look forward to walking with you on your journey to healing. Tune in every week for The Wellness Lounge, a step
0: further, with host Desiree Watson, Our program empowers you to incorporate a wellness lifestyle into your life, supported by a diverse selection of guests, including physicians, athletes, and education and government professionals. While helping you realize the connection between mind, body, and spirit, you'll achieve a personal edge in injury avoidance, stress management, and personal development. The Wellness Lounge, a step further, airs Mondays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment, and Saturdays at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel.
5: Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel.
1: You are listening to A Light for the Soul that Weeps with your host, Dayton Ann Williams. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to dayton at primepurposecoaching.com. Now, back to the program.
2: Welcome back. Before we begin, once again, I wish to extend an invitation to call in if you have any questions that you would like to ask. And the number to call is 888-346-9141. And with me this evening is my guest, Alex Garrison, founder of TAG, the Alexander Group. And in our last segment, Alex shared with us about the problem, self-abuse. And in this segment... It's all about the solution, self-esteem. Alex, I know that self-esteem is one of the foundational, if not the foundational principle in your program, Better Habits, Better Choices. So I know you have a great deal to say about this topic. And what would you like to share with us this evening?
3: I think that, that um, I think you and I have talked about this before. <laughs> self-esteem to me is the fuel for the soul.
4: Mm-hmm. Um,
3: And the body and the mind. I mean, it it functions in all three.
4: Mm -hmm.
3: You know, if there's one thing that leads to self-esteem in my research uh, that was very clear is if you want to have it, it helps to choose your parents well. (laughs) Children with self-esteem seem to have parents who who model self-esteem. Uh, They're very loving towards their children, express interest in the child's life and their friends. They give them time and encouragement. Mm -hmm. Uh, Parents of children with self-esteem have high standards and expectations. But the expectations are very clear and they're reasonable and they're consistent. Mm
4: -hmm. And they're
3: given Mm -hmm. with support and encouragement. The, dis- the, the discipline style is democratic, which is to say the child's opinions and their individuality are certainly respected, but the parents uh. make the final decisions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As they always say, somebody's got to be in charge. Right. And short, the, the parents are given a message that says, I trust you, but I also recognize that you're not perfect. Still, uh. I love you and therefore will take time to guide you, set limits, discipline you, and expect the best of you because I believe in you and I value you. Oh, yeah. Now, those messages are far different from the distrust conveyed by an authoritarian parent or the lack of caring conveyed by a permissive parent.
4: hmm
3: hmm Now, see, some people that I've had the experiences of dealing with have, have none of these parental uh, things involved, and they still have self-esteem. So this led me to a, an important question. In the absence of those antecedents, how does one build Mm self-esteem? Well, most assume we get value from what we do, like from our skills, our character, traits, talents, or acceptance of others. Again, Mm -hmm. I suggest that none of those make a good starting place for self-esteem building. Mm
4: -hmm.
3: So I guess the question is, where do you start? I think the first thing you have to figure out is, what is Mm self-esteem? Self-esteem is generally stable. It can fluctuate from day to day according to thought patterns, which can be influenced by, among other things, physical health, chemistry, appearance, relationships. The fact that it can fluctuate is the reason for optimism because it suggests that self esteem can change. Okay. The definition of self esteem is central in our journey. Self esteem is a realistic, Appreciative opinion of oneself. Realistic means accurate and honest. Appreciative uh-huh. implies positive feelings and liking. Some speak of high and low self-esteem, but this makes self esteem seem like a numbers game <laughs> rather than okay. or a competitive and a comparative.
4: Uh-huh. It's
3: preferable to say that simply that people possess self esteem when they have a realistic and appreciative opinion of themselves. You've heard me say this numerous times. I'll probably say it a couple this evening. The only opinion that matters is the one you have of yourself. Mm-hmm. Everybody else will tell you what's wrong with you. And most of yeah. them will do it out of either resentment, jealousy, or anger.
4: Mm-hmm. The
3: figure uh, I, I use a, a, a graph, and it's a simple line. And to the far left, it says self defeating shame. To the far right, self defeating pride. Self-esteem is not in the exact middle, but more skewed, a little bit right of center, uh, because it is flexible, because it does fluctuate. Mm-hmm.
4: Um,
3: self-esteem is, uh, you know, th- th- people with self-defeating pride, they're trying to be more than human. They're arrogant, narcissistic, which means they think they're better and more important than mm-hmm. everybody else. Mm-hmm. The view of others is vertical or comparative, which is to say uh, that to be on top, others must be below them. Mm -hmm. And then then you have self-defeating pride, which is often rooted in in insecurity. Explore the lives of famous dictators, and you'll often find a complete lack of parental antecedents. That were discussed earlier. Mm -hmm. People with self-defeating shame or self-defeating humility believe they are less than human. They view people vertically, and they see themselves as the dust of the earth.
4: Mm-hmm. They hold
3: an unrealistic and unappreciative opinion of themselves. Um, you know, people say, "Well, I, I, I'm a big believer in in the in the process of building self esteem." I, I bring up several times. You need to pay attention to association and influence. Who you associate and how are they influencing you? That is something that will. It's a silent killer. Uh, Self-esteem is often ignored because its related concepts can be somewhat confusing and complex. Um, okay. Identity, answer, you know, identity answers a very good question: Who am I? Mm-hmm. And I love asking people that question: uh, Who, you know, who are you? Mm-hmm. What's your opinion. And it's important. I think that the one thing I wanted to mention about the help industry is we don't ask enough questions. And if we ask them, we don't shut up and let people answer. (laughs) You know, the best way to find out what and how a person is is to get them to talk about themselves. Yeah, yeah. Uh, We have to understand that, you know, there's what we call, uh, we have... The core self, which is the, the where I come into the unconditional. Uh, you know, we have the core self. Um, we have the unconditional worth, and we we sit there, and there, the, the the core self gets covered up by what I call externals. That could be uh, from early age to the clothes you wear to the where you live in the house what your parents do for a living, what kind of grades you make in school, what kind of activities you're involved in, who you date, this and that, on and on. There's a laundry list. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it keeps covering up the core. So the the objective is to get the core uncovered, uh, give people the tools to uncover it with. See, here's the thing. I believe the success of what I do has nothing to do with me. It's got everything to do with the people willing to sit down and do the simple things. The simple thing that I suggest is this. Number one, sit down and spend a minimum of 15 minutes a day with yourself. No phone, no TV, no kids, no husband, no wife, no nothing. I don't care where you go to do it. And then with that, learn to think on paper. If you don't know what you're thinking, it's hard to figure out how to fix it.
2: Oh, Alex. If
3: you don't know why you're thinking it, it's hard to figure out how to fix it. If if you're going to change your thoughts to change your life, then it would be nice to know what you're thinking. Mm. You know? Uh, the, Alex, a lot of people say the risk involved uh, for, you know... Uh, to to make this change, uh, the emotional risk is just too high. Well, for Pete's sake, your best shot got you here, you know? Um, <laughs> you obviously aren't thinking clearly. People that respect themselves don't sit down and self-abuse themselves.
2: No, this is at least
3: not the people I know that do, no. you know? No, I, so I, 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 go ahead, I'm sorry.
2: No, I was just going to say, Alex. That I, I really appreciate the way you've brought this all together. We're going to have to go into break, so thank you. Uh, we'll come back and we'll finish this before we begin the next one. So okay. we're we're going into a short break, and when we return, we'll continue with this until Alex can finish his thoughts, and then we'll begin our discussion of the moving forward from substance abuse for the members of the Attic Alcoholics family. And uh, once again, I encourage you to access Alex's website at www.tagthealexandergroup.com. And this is Dayton Ann Williams with my guest, Alex Garrison. And you're listening to A Light for the Soul That Weeps on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Please stay tuned.
3: now on voice america the road you travel in life is never a straight line it's more like running around in circles which is not a problem when you make richard flint a part of your world when you're standing next to richard you begin to see a lot less confusion and a whole lot more clarity things just start falling into place every thursday 2 p.m eastern 11 a.m pacific time on the voice
0: america empowerment channel the power Power to be with richard Flint. flint join us
1: and more power to you. Prime Purpose Coaching will assist you in creating a path to freedom through answering the questions of your soul. How do I move through the pain of loss or grief? How do I move forward and create an abundant life for me? At Prime Purpose Coaching, we have made this journey ourselves, and it would be our privilege to guide you. To learn more, please visit www.primepurposecoaching.com. We look forward to walking with you on your journey to healing.
5: Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com It's your world.
1: You are listening to A Light for the Soul That Weeps with your host, Dayton Ann Williams. To reach the show today, please call one 346 Nine one four one. That's one 346 9141 You may also send an email to dayton at primepurposecoaching.com. Now, back to the program.
2: Welcome back. With me this evening is my guest, Alex Garrison, founder of Tag the Alexander Group. And we have been discussing Alex's program, Better Habits, Better Choices, and and how it's a powerful alternative approach to moving from substance abuse to living a vital life. And in this final segment of our show, we will explore moving forward from the perspective of the family member. And the path to freedom for the family member is aligned very closely with the substance abuser as they both involve habits and choices. So, Alex, um, before we get into this, did you have anything you wanted to complete in your thoughts from uh, our previous segment?
3: I really don't, and I'll tell you why. The next segment to me is as equally important. Uh, You know, we can't give them everything today. Uh, There's always another day. And the people that I personally think suffer as great as, and in many cases, far greater than the self-abuser is the people that care about them, live with them, have to deal with them on a daily basis. So I'm, I'm for
2: moving on. Oh, Alex, that was beautiful. I appreciated that very much. Okay, so based on your experience, um, why would someone continue to stay in a relationship with a person who abuses substances and expose themselves to all the chaos and misery?
3: Well, boy, I certainly asked myself that question many times. Um, the, the common thread is, first, the same thing for that person or group of people. Mm-hmm. They have low self-esteem. See, the problem is people stay, people even get married for the wrong reasons. You know, when you think you can change somebody or think you can love them through something, uh Some of them have a fear of being alone. Some of them have a fear of being physically abused, understandably so. Uh, They feel that they are the problem. Uh, They buy into the empty apologies. You know, I'm sorry Mm -hmm. it won't happen again, blah, 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 Uh, Mm -hmm. blah. And, and, you know, it seems this has become more common uh, the last couple of years from parents of grown children and from spouses who call and they say, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm calling for my son or daughter or my husband or wife
4: mm.
3: and, and my attitude is if you're calling for them, good chance they're buying time or they're mm. stalling
4: mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm.
3: you know but it does get that person's hope up making the call unless they get me and then I give them some free advice and the first mm. question I ask them is is, though, is that person you're calling for incapable of dialing a telephone Or they don't have time. Uh Uh-huh. Well, they're busy, this and that. I said, well, if you don't have time for this, then then how are you finding time to drink or do whatever you're doing that you can always find time to do? Because one thing about human nature is people can always find the time to do the things they want to if they really want to do
2: them. Mm, True. That's true. See...
3: I believe this is what i 've seen the The people that stay there really uh, uh boy, they 've got some thick skin, some them I know that, uh, <laughs> but then this is what you misplace you know let let's go through the the less, the love, the marriage, and all the stuff, and let 's get down to what's really lost and this to me is the saddest of all at some point in time, these two individuals had respect for each other, mhm. They loved each other.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: They were happy with each other. Uh, and then all of a sudden, one of these clowns, and I refer to male or female as a clown, that's being kind, decides <laughs> that I'm going to go have a drink. Or I'm going to, if I'm real nice, I'm going to call and say, I'm going to stop with the guys and have a couple drinks may not come home for a day, may come home 12 hours late, may come home who knows when. Mm -hmm. Uh, Happens once, you might get away with it. Happens twice, well, gee, what's the situation here? Happens three or four times, and then pretty soon, the the problem starts really becoming a monumental problem, Mm -hmm. and... The respect keeps diminishing. The apologies mean nothing. I, I tell people, get out of the apology business that 's what self worth self-esteem and self-love will do for you. You'll get out, oh, you'll make mistakes, you'll apologize for, Mm -hmm, but they mm -hmm. won't be meaningless apologies. They won't be apologies made in shame. You know, one of the things in in the 12-step arena, the 12-step program, by the way, is something that, when it started, it was perfect. It was a person helping a person.
4: Mm -hmm.
3: One man helping another man. And, you know, over the years, it's gotten sidetracked, watered down, added to, commercialized, and on and on and on. And, you know, I, I've still went back into the big book myself looking for the 90 meetings in 90 days, and I couldn't find it, uh, you know. Right. The, the, it, 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 but, but in all 12-step programs stem from that, and that's why I bring that up. Uh, you know, people go to treatment, you know, healthy people get away from these people. Let's start there Uh Uh, before they lose themselves, you know, and that's what I say to people. I say, don't lose the better part of yourself over this. You, the the only question that a person has to ask themselves is this, and they're the only ones that can answer it. Everybody else will give them advice, but they're the only ones that can answer this question. Have you done all you can do? Because you can't do any more than that.
4: Right. Right.
3: You know why do you want to uh, why do you want to expose your children or your, your 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 other family members to this real serious problem? Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. You know,
3: uh, some people go to to treatment as a last chance or a final ultimatum. You know. Yes.
4: Uh, <laughs> you
3: yes. know because the 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 spouse or the significant other has had enough. They've had all they're going to put up with, so they go. And see, many people go the first, first time to satisfy somebody else.
4: Mm-hmm. The
3: return True. rates to treatment are astronomical. I mean, they're building new places all the time. It's a cat mm-hmm. cow, like I said before. Right. See, when, stop making it your problem if you're dealing with somebody who's in this place. Uh, As many times as you've heard, in fact, it's your fault that they're that way. Don't ever buy that trash. That's just another excuse. You know, the world's full of excuses. Mm -hmm. I'm not a relationship expert, but I have seen when respect for each other goes, everything goes. Going to change someone? Forget it. Going to fix someone who's, in many cases, uh, have nothing wrong with them? Suggestion. Get off the guilt street and get down the road. Go get some help yourself. Save yourself get help you're not going to help them they they're they're going to have to help themselves you know
4: you can you can
3: offer advice you can do one thing two things i don't know everybody's got their own every everybody's got a different tolerance for pain uh physical and emotional Mm -hmm. and and, Mm -hmm. you know it's not your fault that they've turned out that way in spite of the many times you may have heard that
2: it's garbage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. The other so-
3: question to ask yourself is, you know, uh, that, that's what people need to do. See, you have to have faith in yourself. And, and, and faith is this. Faith is nothing more than agreement. It's an agreement in something. And when people, people don't understand, probably the greatest power we have is the power of choice. Mm. and and when we feel like we've lost that or we are losing it,
4: mm-hmm.
3: it it's not a good place to go and these people have to feel that way from the ones that I've talked to over the years uh mm-hmm. you know they're losing their power
2: yeah absolutely absolutely well alex you have we're we're getting we're getting close to closing and i i, I want to ask you one thing because you have said uh, repeatedly uh, that what we all need is optimism and hope, and right. to connect with people who want us to have those things. So, do you have anything else you want to say about that to close us off tonight? Mm-hmm.
3: Well, you know, you want to be a spectator or a participant. That's the choices we have in life. You know, a spectator gets out, lives. Uh, yes, we're all going to have problems. We're going to see what matters most in life is not what happens to us, but what happens in us. Mm. Yes. Uh, yes. Things are going to happen. That's part of the benefits of living, you know, uh, the joy of life. Uh, we're going to have problems. We're going to make mistakes. You know, a mistake's an event. It's not a person. A repeated mistake is stupidity. Uh, you know, there's a sign I have in my office that says uh, we all have the right to act stupid. Some people abuse the privilege. <laughs>
2: okay. <laughs> oh, Alex. I, it has been such a privilege to have you with us this evening. Thank, Thank you, you for, you for joining I, us.
3: <laughs> I, I appreciate the invitation, Dayton. I wish you the best. And I, I hope that that something was said that will move somebody in a direction that will make them Enjoy the life that's out here for
2: him. Oh, thank you for that, Alex. Thank you. I appreciate you joining um, and, and everything that you've said tonight, Alex. You're someone I deeply respect and admire, and it's been a privilege. So I appreciate you joining Alex and me this evening as we have learned about Tag the Alexander group. And how the Better Habits, Better Choices program offers healing and tools to live an abundant life as we take responsibility for our thoughts, feelings, and choices. And please access Alex's website, www.tagthealexandergroup.com to learn more. Or you may send an email to alex at at gmail.com. And as you continue to walk your path of healing, I wish you well on your journey and leave you with this thought. You are your unique expression of the divine in this time and space. And as you travel your path, may love always fill your heart and light your way. I look forward to next week when we meet again. And we continue with our Moving Forward series. This is Dayton Ann Williams with my guest, Alex Garrison. And you have been listening to A Light for the Soul that Weeps on The Voice America. Empowerment Channel. Blessings to you.
1: We are delighted you've chosen to join us this week on A Light for the Soul that Weeps. Next week, Dayton Ann Williams will return with another engaging program designed to help you move forward on your journey. Tune in next Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. And have a beautiful week.